Good morning. It is Thursday, January 26th, and I am on the air. I've been on YouTube now for about an hour um, showing the strategy. I had a fantastic uh, call with David Yoakum yesterday from TrendSpider, um, and I'll be putting out that video and just need to edit a little bit, put some titles in, put some notes in, put a, um, a little uh, front end kind of thing in, but essentially it's... Uh, and it will be just an added YouTube video. I'll put it in as a special podcast. It won't necessarily be about stocks, but it's all about TrendSpider. It's about how you can use TrendSpider um, and how I use it and how David basically told me that I don't even know half of what TrendSpider is capable of, like unusual options activity. I didn't know that was a feature that TrendSpider had. Um, we build an algorithm and this was what I was talking about in the private Facebook group and on Twitter yesterday. Um, the algorithm is super simple. Um, and I will show it to you on the video. Super, super simple. The price of a stock opens. It's on a 65 minute chart, 65 minute candles. And there's a reason that TrendSpider likes 65 minute candles. Um, and that reason is, is well known. They like it because it breaks the day up into seven candles. Um, if you look at it, it's open up, I think six and a half, seven hours or something like that. But there's a large reason you can look at trends by just Google trends by 65 minute candles. You'll find the reason. Um, and he says it on the video, but it's a 65 minute candle, uh, strategy tester. And just the price opens over the eight day EMA. Uh, and the close is the price is under the eight day EMA. Simple as that. Simple strategy, because it's on a 65-minute candle and my algorithm is on a four-hour candle, this one reacts faster and you can use it to day trade. The great part about it is you can use it as a bot. If you have a strategy and you basically just want to trade it as a bot, say you put $1,000 in, you want to trade it you know, as a, as a bot um, into a specific account. You have to have more than $25,000 in your account. So you're not identified as a pattern day trader, uh, but a specific account that you set up and you put a thousand dollars into, and you want to trade it as a bot. You could do that with TrendSpider. Uh, David goes over all of that stuff. Um, he goes over how to set up your screens, uh, things of that sort. Um, some of the indicators that they use, um, you know, I, I made a note, uh, on my, my notes, um, as traders, we sometimes get into a rut and we tend to just try and find something easy. And that's what my algorithm is. It's easy. Um, just sitting with David yesterday was crazy inspiring. Uh, it got me fired up to find new watch lists, create new strategies and find new opportunities to trade. Um, again, it was, a, I hope it comes out as well on video as it made me feel. Um, because if you can't get the uh, yearly subscription back uh, on a strategy. I mean, just between the 65-minute strategy and my four-hour strategy, I believe that you could make it back. And, and remember, it takes emotion. And I'll go over this in the video. TrendSpider allows me to take emotion out of the trade. If you're ever unsure if you want to get in or out of a trade, these strategies that are back-tested and prove they take emotion out of it. And that was the whole reason of me getting into it. So um, look for that video later this week. I'll put it out as a video podcast as well on Spotify, which means you can listen or watch it. Um, but it's a quick, quick view. It probably would be better to watch the video because we go over everything that's on the screen. 
but I think you could listen to it in your car and get things out of it. Um, there's a seven-day trial. Just remember to get access to my particular algorithm. Uh, you need to sign up with the code DSP25 uh, and send me an email and I can set you up with it. You'll get access to my watch list. We go over watch list and he shows you how to scan for watch list. They have thousands of watch lists out there that are built. Um, movers, shakers, um, you know, ascending triangles, double bottoms, double tops. They have all of those, those things. I didn't even use them. I, I honestly, I don't use them, but this call inspired me to try and do it. Uh, now let's talk about the, um, the, uh, <laughs> the nail in my coffin. Uh, I miss Tesla a hundred percent miss Tesla. Um, Tesla is one that bounced off 100. Uh, I've been saying, hey, I think it's going down 85. Their earnings yesterday weren't great. And, and let's be honest, they weren't awe-inspiring. It wasn't the Tesla of old where they just, you know, crazy, crazy beat things out. But it is up 10% in pre-market right now. It's 9.07 right now. It is up 10%. Since the Twitter deal, um, Tesla is down 30%. Um, so since he offered um, for Twitter back on April 14th, it's down 53%. Is it too late to get in? Absolutely not. That's the one thing you have to know about Tesla. It's still under its 200-day. Um, what they went over on the, uh, I was listening to the call, and essentially, Elon said, yeah, the Cybertruck won't be a significant revenue, revenue driver this year, which means he probably will do several deliveries this year. It'll probably be Q3, Q4, um, but he doesn't expect it to be a, a significant driver. He does expect it to be a significant revenue driver next year. And so that was key. That seemed to be pushing the stock up, um, new product announcements, things of that sort. I also think there is nobody that's even close to self-driving um, as Tesla, and I agree with him on that one, even though Consumer Reports came out and said that their features are number seven in the industry. That's BS. I drive from Atlanta, New Jersey in my Tesla. There's no other car I would want to do it in, and, and I've driven other cars. Um, theirs is simply cruise control. Tesla's is, is, is on the highway as good as it gets. Uh, but I missed this one. Is it too late to get in? I, you know, you've run up from 100 to 150. I, you're trading just under 160 right now. Um, the 100 was back here uh, on January 6th. You hit 101. You bounced off 101. If you wound up timing this at 101, you're up 60%, 6-0%. So, but you are under that 200-day. So is it too late to get in? I don't think so. Personally, I'm probably not getting in. If it does close above 153, um, and, and if it closes above 153, that's where the, on, on the daily, the 50-day is. If it closes there, I'm going to get in thinking that 200 is in the, the, the works. Um, again, if we're going into a recession, this one could get hit really, really hard. But I've always said once uh, Elon finds, um, finds a new Twitter CEO, I think it pops 10, 20% that day alone. 
Today, it's up 10% just based on weak earnings. Uh, retail's coming in. Look at that volume, the daily volume that you're seeing. I mean, it's just, you know, we've talked about it before. Volume drives price. So this is one that, that I completely missed. I sold out in December. Um, I think I sold at about 120 or so, um, somewhere in that neighborhood, uh, maybe a little bit lower, but it was significantly down from, uh, I sold down from where it is today. Uh, and I haven't bought back in. Uh, I sold for a, a gain so I, I can completely buy back in whenever I want. Um, but yeah, I missed it. Completely missed it. Um, let's talk about nine stocks yesterday. Uh, rallied 5% off their intraday lows. One was Rivian. Uh, I have to, sorry, I put in R, RV. Um, let me put in R-I-V-N. Rivian is one that bounced up uh, 5% off its, I'm trying to put in, I can't type, boomer alert. Uh, Rivian, here we go. So yesterday, it went down to the low was 1712. It closed at 1867. So 5% off. The, again, it's going to wind up being up today. I don't have this in our, uh, I, I, honest to God, I think with the price cuts, Rivian's going to have problems. I think the um, Cybertruck may come out at a significantly discounted level because I think he's going to use the stamping machine. I think he's going to be able to um, uh, cut the cost because remember he promised my cyber truck, which was the tri motor. He promised that one at $68,000, man, I'd pay $68,000 for that day. That one all day long with a tri motor. I don't think he's going to come near it. Another one, uh, that rallied over 5% intraday is Warner brothers. This one is crazy. Um, nine, six, 17 on December 28th is where the algorithm would have gotten you in. Today, it's up at 1452. That is a crazy, crazy run. It's going to open up way up again. Um, Lucid is another one that rallied. And this was all before Tesla's earnings. They're going to be up even more today. Lucid, the algorithm got you in at December 29th at 660. You're up at 887. You're coming up here probably. I don't know that you're going to get to this gap, which is at 13. Uh, personally, Lucid to me has a problem. Just, you know, it's not not great. Atlassian Corporation, Team, T-E-A-M. This is a software company. They rallied 5% off their, their, their low. Datadog, um, D-D-O-G, uh, they rallied 5%. The algorithm on this one um, got you in at 69.03. Right now it's only trading at 70.75. But yesterday it, it went all the way down to 65.60. Closed at $70.75. The volume on this one is enormous, the volume spike um, on the selling selling side of this one. Their earnings are coming up on February 15th. This is one that hit, just has been a complete um, S show, if you will, <laughs> down from 100 and you're trading at 70. Uh, it's a high valuation software company. Still has time to come down because if we go over to Finviz and we look at Datadog, they're not making money. Their forward PE is 60. Price to sales, 13. Earnings per share expected to grow at 27. If these guys bring their uh, forecast down, you're going to see it get absolutely decimated. Amazon uh, rallied 5% off its lows yesterday. 
uh, if I can pull this one up, it is up 1% in pre-market. It is at 98.20. The algorithm had you in at 83.12. We kind of saw a button hook yesterday. Yesterday's low was 91.52. Boy, you're at 98 right now. Don't you wish you would have gotten it at 91? Don't you wish? What's that song? I forget the song. But Amazon is great. Microsoft, they reported earnings and God, the CEO said, you know what? We're going to have a tough two years. Well, Microsoft went down all the way to $230. I said it yesterday. Anything with a 2-3 handle, perfect. Anything with a 2-4 handle, you're fine. You're trading at 240.55. Anything with a 2-2-9, a 2-2 handle, oh my God. You know, buy it all day long. This one's going to just, you know, print money. And BKR, Baker Hughes Company, um, this one uh, rallied as well. Uh, ironically, it rallied so hard the algorithm got you out. The algorithm's not great on this one. Um, BKR, let's see, are they a consumer goods company? Um, they're in energy, oil and gas. They're not making money, 2.45% dividend. They're up year-to-date 4.9%. Uh, performance for one year is 14.52. Uh, initiated coverage with a $36 price target. That's the most recent uh, and the only one uh, in 23. Back in 22, there were several. $29 price target and 30, 35. So you're at 31 right now. There's a $36 price target on it, and that just came about. I mean, you could have gotten it yesterday for $29. So um, all of those, crazy, crazy good. Uh, let's talk about a podcast favorite, uh, and maybe some people's not so favorite, but Chevron, Chevron corporation announced a $75 billion buyback, $75 billion buyback, um, and a dividend increase. They're going to shoot up big, uh, in the pre-market. I do not have this in our core portfolio. And the reason I don't have it in the core portfolio is because it's, it's been so expensive. They announced this prior to their earnings on Friday. They will announce earnings on Friday, and I guarantee you it's going to be huge. Yesterday in the morning, it went down to 176. Let's see. CVX, I think it's at 185 somewhere um, in pre-market. I'm looking at it. Yeah, 185 on pre-market. Uh, it closed at 179. But... They have a, let's see, CVX. Let's look at some of their fundamentals. Their PE is 10. It's expensive for an energy company. Performance for one year is 40%. So far this year, they're only up 0.23%. It's a 3.17% dividend. Um, but you can read all about things. January 10th, Mizuho downgraded. Uh, but they, were, you know, they downgraded from buy to neutral. But the price target went from 185 to 200. You tell me how that makes sense. January 6th, Bank of America's Biden neutral, 190 to 191. Um, Exane BNP Paribus, uh, neutral to underperform 190. And that was December 14, 2022. This one downgrade from HSB Securities, buy to hold at 177. You're, with a $75 billion buyback, this is a $200 stock. So, um, I, their their ex dividend date is February fifteenth. Just can't say it enough. I think this one's this one's one you stick in your your cap. Um, I wish I would have gotten it sooner. You can see if I if I move to a daily chart on this one, and we just go back every time it gets close to that that two hundred day, just buy it. Uh, energy is is one of these resources that 
Uh, Exxon is another one. Uh, they're up 1.49%. Um, you can see that, that dip, that candle dip is just one of those uh, errors. Uh, that was the bad data. But you're seeing this one, you know, yesterday it dipped down to 111. Today it's trading at 114. Um, their earnings are coming up next week, January 30th. So I, I completely expect these companies, you know, Exxon will probably follow Chevron. They're just making a lot of money, a lot of money. Uh, let's talk about one that was touted as a short squeeze. And I probably have to go to Active Trader Pro to show this. But if I look at a daily on this one, uh, maybe we'll go to a two-hour chart because I want to show you what kind of happened with Wisa. Um, and there was a, a pretty good insider analysis of this one. And Wisa had some volume here. And you can see it opened up um, at $0.16. Cents. Its high was $0.19. Cents. Uh, which is a really good percentage move in a, a two-hour candle. That's two hours. Um, yesterday, you see this spike right here, and it moves from $0.16 cents to $0.22. Cents. And then you see uh, a kind of tailing off. Well, supposedly, supposedly, um, there was a, a kind of concerted effort um, to pump this one before they announced dilution. Uh, and Wisa, I believe that they announced that they will, um, uh, yeah, um, I believe that they announced that they will actually uh, uh, dilute themselves and distribute more stock. So this is a technology, a semiconductor technology company. I'd say get out of it. I don't think it's in a short squeeze. I don't think it's going to move up. Um, and, and a lot of that is rumor. I don't think that there's been anything specifically uh, out there that this is uh, something that's going on. But I wanted to bring that one up because I think some people have been doing it. Excella Technologies, um, this is one that might be in a short squeeze. Uh, I've got to do more research, but look, I mean, you can see the volume just pick up on this one on the four-hour chart. Um, it's just crazy how much volume has currently been going into it, but it hasn't moved. It hasn't gone up. This is one that I've heard is a, a day trader, um, but excellent. Let me look at uh, Active Trader Pro real quick just to see, do I, have, um, do I have any information on short? Short, December 30th, it says 18.3%, and they've been probably doing pretty well. Uh, let's see, one month. <laughs> Because the shorts have been doing well, yeah. Um, on December, it was trading around, looks like around eight cents. Today, it's about seven cents. They just don't have enough, um, enough. They, they don't have enough volume and stuff to make me sure that it's going to pump like it did here um, back in the 11th of January. Pumps all the way up to about 11 cents, all the way from eight cents. Pretty good move. Um, one that did, uh, break, well, beat earnings by, by a lot, um, 8% in this quarter is TSCO. And let me look to see where they are in pre-market. Um, TSCO is Tractor Supply Company. Uh, this, they closed at 213. Uh, it is now trading at about 222. And so you can see from this chart, 
Uh, you've got a, an ascending triangle that you broke down going into earnings. They're basically going to be up in this neighborhood, up at the top range of this ascending triangle. It closed at 213 yesterday and it's opening up at 222. Really good four or 5% move right now. Um, it, it bounced off this 200 day. I thought it was going to go down here. If you haven't been to a tractor supply store, um, I sometimes will use them for dog food. And the reason is I can save four or $5 on a $30 bag of, of dog food. That's a big deal. Um, they, they, their CEO was asked this morning, who's your competition? He said, it's pretty much everybody. Um, they, they do big on dog food. They actually sell clothing. Uh, think of it as a dollar store. They took the dollar store model and they basically build cheap shell kind of stores and they open up all over the place. Their e-commerce business is pretty good. I've had some issues where I order e-commerce. Um, typically I have used them in New Jersey, not necessarily here in Atlanta. They are a, a bit more rural than Atlanta. In New Jersey, I know my parents in New Jersey, ironically, they, they live in an area in New Jersey that is a bit out of the way, but it's becoming not necessarily out of the way. Uh, but this is the number three best performing company in the S&P. So it's one to keep an eye on. I've had my eye on it since about 150s. Uh, I haven't bought into this one. I'm not a big believer in their model because I think it just, you know, kind of like the dollar stores just takes margin out. Their PE is 23. It's always been expensive. Their dividend is 1.72%. Performance over one year, they're down 1%. Year to date, they're down 4.96%, but that's going to change today because they'll be back up to where they were in uh, the end of the end of the year, about 224, 225. Um, upgrade from uh, Exane BNP Parvis, neutral to outperform. They have $260 price target on them. So you probably still have some, some decent move in this one uh, if you wanted to get into it. But my algorithm doesn't work on this one. It's been, a, if you go to the daily and you just look, it's been a pretty uh, well-performing stock. Um, you know, all the way from, from last year, it kind of, you know, 2022, April, um, all the way till about October of last year, just didn't do that well, kind of, you know, fell into, uh, down to 166, it looks like, uh, back in May of last year. Um, so, but it's in that ascending triangle on the daily and it's back in that, that thing. And, and the ascending triangle goes all the way up to 230. The price target at 260 seems crazy to me. Um, Comcast, CMCSA. I think that's the symbol. Yeah. CMCSA uh, is they, they reported earnings. Big move on uh, guidance up. Uh, I believe their Peacock um, division was pr doing pretty well. They had a big pop. Um, uh, Right before, during, uh, it looks like it went all the way up to 42. They're kind of coming down now. 39.50. Um, their PE is 34. It's expensive. It's a growing one. Uh, I, I, I don't partic didn't particularly like working for the company. I worked for them for a little bit. Eh. Uh, I, I, I do like their Peacock, though. Peacock, they do well on. MKC, which is McKesson, McCormick and Company. Um, this is the Spices. 
Right before earnings, you had a buy-in here at 78.18. Um, let me see what your, it's MKC is the symbol. Uh, and this is one, you know, if you buy like cinnamon, I think I buy their cinnamon and stuff. They're trading at 76.10. So it's slightly down, but um, it's below where the algorithm got you in at 78.18. Look at their earnings. Um, and when you look at them, MKC, McCormick and Company, uh, their PE is 30. It's super expensive. Initiated coverage, $94 price target. I mean, the price target on this is way out of range of what it is. The PE is high. Uh, it does have a 2% dividend. Performance for one year down 5%. Uh, or I'm sorry, performance year to date down 5%. Performance for one year down 17%. Their earnings per share over the next year is expected to grow by 8%. Uh, they did have some problems. Um, and they provided some outlook that wasn't, wasn't phenomenal, but I think you could play this one back up into the eighties if you wanted to buy it again, if you buy it, if you use it, I bring it up. Uh, there's the 75 billion buyback, um, AAL American airlines, they pre-announced that they were going to blow it out and they blew it out even more. Um, let's see where AAL is right now. AAL closed at 1626 it's at 1654 uh you have this gap where they pre-announced at 1550 to 1588 so you've got crazy crazy good volume on this uh you have the earnings the macd's kind of crossing down i think you may come down at some point in time to this 1548 it's well above its 200 day i just can't see it staying up here but if you invested in this one in the 12s, kudos to you. I mean, you've got, what, 20% on this one? Um, I, I don't invest in airlines. I, I trade airlines. It's just, you know, they, they sometimes, they just create, go through money like it, there's no tomorrow. So uh, Jake from TrendSpider posted, uh, and if you want to look up his Twitter, um, let's see, Jake. Uh, there he is, Jake Woloski. Uh, and he posted on Twitter uh, about NVIDIA. And let me see, he's been posting quite a lot. But here's NVIDIA. The 50-day SMA just crossed up through the 200-day SMA uh, as broke down, price broke down out of its downward trend. So he has this chart that shows it. Over the last 24 years, the cross-up has happened 12 times with an average move of 112% before the 50-day SMA crosses back down. The win rate is 75% on 12 positions. Not a huge amount of positions. And here's his chart, so you can see it. Um, and you see trend breakdown, 50-day crossed through the 200-day. Uh, average move, there we go. Here's the cross that happens. You're at 189. Um, again, that trend line, average move, 12 positions. Uh, and uh, he, he basically mentions right here, the backtesting is a great way. I don't know that you can see that one. Let me see. Let me see what you can see. No, you can't see it. He mentions this is all, you know, the way he knows that how it happened, it's backtesting. Down here at the bottom, you can see all the backtesting stuff. Um, I, can't, I can't move it, but um, if you go to Jake's Twitter, you can see all this. But I wanted to bring it up because in the algorithm, 147 was the buy. You're at 198 right now. 
I know I brought this up and I know I said, hey, I think it's got more room to go down here to cover these gaps. This is like Tesla. I missed it. 100% I missed it. Um, but I wanted to bring that up because if the win rate is 75%, it's not a bad thing. Um, by the way, I found out yesterday, I guess my podcast is now sponsored by Honeycomb. <laughs> Honeycomb cereal. Like your boy didn't need a, you know, Apple Watch fat shaming me. Now they're tempting me with cereal. God. And our local greenskeeper, uh, Bill Murray, wants me to go over CCAP, Crescent Capital. And let's look at this chart. I'm going to go and look at some of the fundamentals. The chart's really good. I mean, if you would have bought here January 3rd at 1329, um, back up to the 200-day. And the 200-day, it looks like just from this short time frame, it plays with that 200-day. So I don't know that I'd necessarily buy in right now because that 200-day, specifically here, March of uh, last year, it looks like that 200-day was playing pretty well resistance. You broke over it here, but you couldn't hold it. August 15th all the way to September. So one month you kind of went above it. Let's look at the daily. Um, but thir if you got in at 1329, Bill, kudos to you. You got this gap up here between 19 and 20. Um, let's see from the fundamentals. Can you go back there? Look at that RSI on the daily. You're at 70. Uh, and look at that, that MACD, You're kind of just crossing it. Uh, it does seem like it took this gap here from a dividend. Um, dividend down. So the dividend was paid out on December 29th. Your 50 day is starting to move positive. That's a good sign. But that 50 day, the last couple of times it started to move positive, it hit that 200 day. If it's going to hit the 200 day and the 200 day is going to come down, my guess is you would probably come to this a volume shelf. Mm, your volume shelf really at 14, 14.11 right there. So I don't see a lot of people from this point uh, holding. Let's pull it back a little bit. Um, I, if you pull it back here to January of last year, that's a long way to go. But you do have a majority of people who are holding up here at 17. So that could be a magnet for it. But let's look at some of the, um, the fundamentals here. So your PE is 17, financial asset pretty expensive for a financial asset because we can go to Goldman Sachs and they're 11. We can go to Bank of America and these are just financials that I know, 10. So um, CCAP is a little bit expensive. It does seem they have an 11% dividend. I mean, that, that explains you know the, the, the money that coming out of that, that gap that back there, 11% dividend. Um, forward P is eight. The monkeys... Uh, August, Oppenheimer, $20 to $19. You're not even up at $19, but you're at $14.78. Probably, you know, you've missed the, a little bit of it. It looks like November, there's your third quarter. You don't have, let's see if there's any insider stuff going on. May 23rd, they bought. Here. <laughs> uh, um, the largest, I mean, they're in hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's May of last year, but they're buying at 16 17 that tells you the chief financial officer, the CFO, the vice president, um, the controllers, chief compliance officer, senior vice president, CEO. They're all buying at 16 and 17. And you're trading now at 14. Might be a good opportunity to say, hey, 
It's above that nine day. Um, I don't know that I would necessarily, what would scare me off is this 70 uh, RSI on a daily. Um, just thinking that it's got to pull back some. Um, and at these prices, you know, a move back from 1478 to the nine day at 1435, not huge, but you know, you may know a little bit more about it than I do. I don't think you're, you're out of the realm of possibility of this going back up to 16 though. Um, you know, and if it doesn't, you get an 11% dividend. You know, if it goes back down to 13, you get an 11% dividend. <laughs> so I don't think this is one bad one to hold. Um, so probably not a great one to risk a ton, but yeah, I like that one. I may think about that one, you know, CCAP. Uh, okay. So for, so for our scans, ones that crossed up on our algorithm, J and J crossed up 169.51. I told you if you can get this at 168, anything below 170, I think you're good. I think you just buy and hold it. It's a it's a great company. Think of this as your savings account. J and J gives a good dividend. Um, they don't have a crazy multiple at 23 because these guys continue to pump out dollars and you know uh, it has a 2.67 percent dividend performance for one year. It's up four percent. Yeah, it's 9% off its 52-week high of 186. It's 8% off its 52-week low of 155. And then going back down to 155. Unless there's some type of scandal. That's what you always have to worry about. Another one that crossed up that is in the um, uh, NASDAQ, I think, or New York Stock Exchange. It's on our core portfolio. It's Pepsi. I told you that I think it's going to cover this one. Seems to have bounced off it. Add to it at 170. You're not doing yourself any, any favor by kind of holding out for 164. Again, if it's a long-term, I, I consider these long-term buys. Buys and just hold. Pepsi's a good one. Another one that crossed up is our favorite KOLD. And this is a third, fourth, fifth time cross-up. If you're in this at $17, you're now trading at $52. That is a just legend status. If you got in here at 17, um, let's see, are, is, are people still holding at 17? Even I pull it back here. There's not a lot of people holding. The majority of people holding are at 20 and you're almost three times your money. Crazy, crazy good tray. Um, in our list of levered ETFs that trade, um, UDAO, which is a uh, ultra pro um, of the Dow. 59.31. This one doesn't do great on the algorithm. Just realize that. The algorithm here, you make 7%. Uh, buying and holding the UDAO, you make 17%. Your average win, though, is 11%. Um, 36% of your times you win. Now, under 200 day, I would have told you, buy UDAO at 40 because it's, it's all the way up at 60 right now. That's what? A uh, 50% move? <laughs> So, and that's just since October, but that was at the lows. I'd say, wait for it to be under, under the 200 day. I think you, you may get up to 62, 63. I don't know that you're making a 10% move on this one, but it has that cross up. I wanted to bring it up. If you're in here at 57, you're doing pretty well. Um, another one, Vanguard, one of our Vanguards crossed up and this is the high dividend yield VYM. I don't think you're bad in getting into this one. 109.97. Um, the 200 days right at 105. 
So if you want to wait for 105, wait for 105. But you know what? VYM pays a, let's look. They pay a a 3.81% dividend. You're 16% off your 52-week low. You're 4% off your 52-week high. It's high dividend. If we're going into recession later this year, just get this one. Get yourself a, a 3.81% dividend. I mean, it's, it's almost as good as a bond because as long as they pay more dividends, you might see even more companies paying more dividend. And this one might actually go up. XLP, our sector fund, consumer staples. This one crossed up um, at 73.32. You're trading at $73. Eh, you could probably hold on to this one. It's right at the 200-day. It's using the 200-day as support. Broke down to 67 back here in October at the October lows. I don't think it's anything crazy. You know, if you want to hold consumer staples, go and look at what's in consumer staples. XLV, which is the healthcare, which is good for those of us who got into United Health. Uh, this one crossed up and it crossed up at, uh, it got you out, but it crossed up again eh, about 133. You've kind of in and kind of out. The algorithm makes you 22% on this one versus uh, the asset performance is 14%. So this one has some pretty big uh, moves up and down, but I think you're just going to use it. The worst case you'll do, I think, is you'll come back to this 200-day at 131. This one's had a great move. I mean, look at that move in a spider sector from 125 up to 136, a nice 7% move, but you could have sold here where the button hook happened. Ever since then, healthcare has just been down. Uh, UNH is one that I just bought. At 485, if you didn't get in the 480s, you're out of your mind. Uh, twice, it's been down there in the 480 level. Um, this is the bad data. The low was 480, but it only got down to about 485 both times. It's above the nine day. You're kind of just moving up. That death cross that happened, it's not going to happen for long. That 50 day is going to move up on that 200 day, about 520. I just hold it for long. I might add more to it. Um, so, but XLV is one that just crossed up another one in the healthcare, um, that was a kind of, um, I'd say pandemic loved one. And the reason it was, was because it had a huge dividend and it was trading just below a hundred. Um, if we go back here, it crossed up at 147.79, but it's still under the 200 day. It's under the nine day. The 50 day is moving down. But I think at 147, you have this gap up here that could be, if that starts moving more to the positive, it could start moving up. But again, am I in a rush to get this? The RSI is down at 29. I think you're probably just putting in some type of level here. But with ABV, ABBV is the symbol, if I haven't said that. Um, the dividend is 4%. And so it's just been a positive dividend play. Uh, performance for one year, it's up 11%. Performance year to date, it's down 8.5%. Um, some of the monkeys that cover it, Credit Suites, $170 price perform, um, uh, price target. Uh, Atlantic Equities, they've got a 162 price target. And you're trading at 147. So I, I do think that there's an opportunity here if you want one with a pretty good dividend. Mondelez is one that came up in, uh, I think this was the, um, the, uh, the NASDAQ, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Mondelez is one that came up at $65. It's clearly 
bounced off that 200 day. You've got an ascending triangle that isn't currently in play, but it could be. And if you come up here to about, you know, $68, four or 5% move, but Mondelez is one, it's a snack company. Uh, MDLZ is the symbol. It's consumer defection, defect, um, defensive confectionaries. 2.37% dividend. The PE is high, 28. Year to date, it's down 2.48%. You're 18% above your 52-week low. You're 5% below your 52-week high of 68. So do you buy it? Eh, it's a little bit expensive. Probably could come down. But these things do well in a recession. So uh, it's a pretty defensive company. Um, so there you go. That's your thing. If you want, uh, remember to listen to, uh, watch out for the, um, the trend spider special that I'm bringing up. If you made it this far, rate the podcast, just hit the, the like button. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube live, hit the like button, subscribe. I need to make comments only available to subscribers. Um, but yeah, KB on, uh, on YouTube live. Can you talk about Boyle? I'll talk about Boyle afterwards. Um, I went over KOLD. It's just, you know, natural gas is down at $3. It, it shouldn't be at $3. It's at $3. You're heading into the summer. Um, there's no reason for it to go up. It needed to come down um, just because supply is outweighing demand. Uh, you know, Europe did a great job of cutting back and making sure that they didn't overuse and their supply never ran into a crisis. So that's what you got with Boyle. Trades on the futures. So you're heading into summer. I, I don't think we're looking at it coming back up, but I'll look more about it in YouTube. Uh, again, look out for the TrendSpider. Rate me. Um, if you're interested in signing up for TrendSpider, it's a seven-day free trial. Wait to watch that video. Once you get it, sign up for a seven-day trial. Use the code DSP25. You'll get 25% off. Doesn't charge you until uh, after that seven-day trial. So, but just be sure to use the DSP 25. That way I get an alert that you signed up and I'll share my, uh, my four hour algorithm with you. We share the 65 minute algorithm right on the, uh, right on the course. So, and if you're watching on YouTube, I can show it to you now if you're interested. Um, but if you're, uh, if, if you did make it this far, just make sure to, uh, to rate it. And if you want to tip me, uh, I think James said, Hey, anybody who invested in this one tip Gary, and I forget which stock it was. But I think it's up like 60, 70% or something. Um, only tip me when you make money. And if you look at the link tree down below and you want to tip me, think of me as a bartender. I give you a bunch of plays. Um, I even sometimes trade live on, on YouTube. So join us there. Um, but if you have any questions, hit me up on the socials. Join our private uh, Facebook group. Uh, it's all free. I don't charge for a damn thing. The only thing that I try and sell you, there's two things. Visible phone service because I pay $30 a month for my phone. If you're paying anything more than that, look at the link below. Uh, it's $30 per month. Uh, you can use my link. I, you get $20 off your first month. I get 20 bucks. That's the, one of the two things that I'll say. The other thing that I'll say, uh, subscription to TrendSpider. And the subscription to TrendSpider comes with my algorithm, my watch list. I give you it all. Uh, it's free. Um, you know, the subscription costs you a bunch. I get paid for that one. So you're paying, that's your tip. Uh, but I don't sell you, um, you know, your tips. You can go and find, my goal is that you go and find your own stocks, that you guys bring back the stocks to me to look at and say, and then I can say, damn, man, I wish I would have seen that one. And I can take a hit off my vape 
and I can say, damn, bro, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's my goal is to create where, where you guys share something with me that you found in Trend Spider. So um, that's why I'm so passionate about it. I pay for it. I love it. I'm, I'm just a fan. And I geeked out uh, yesterday with David on the, uh, on the YouTube, on the, on the video. And hopefully it comes through like that. Because it's just, it's so deep, so deep that just the program, I don't even use half this stuff. Um, because again, like I said at the beginning, I kind of get into a, a rut where I just want plug and play, but then I get inspired and I'm like, damn, this thing's so great. Let me try and use it again. Um, and then I realize how much I'm missing out on. So again, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully we get some uh, great news from, from Chevron again uh, today. Hopefully you're up. Uh, Amazon's up 2% in our core portfolio. Google is up almost 2%. Um, uh, in our core portfolio, Oxy's up 2%. Uh, PanW, which is Palo Alto Networks, up 2%. That one's just been a flyer. God, PanW has just been a flyer since it bounced off of this 134. Um, Qualcomm has been a monster stock. Roblox, I think it's hitting that $40. Uh, Qualcomm, we had a buy-in at $107. you are at $133. And this is all in the core portfolio, by the way. So if you're tracking that and you have TrendSpider, you can just look at it. $26.61 is the buy-in on uh, Roblox. You're at $36. Uh, that's a crazy, what, 40% move? <laughs> um, 30% move? Shopify is in our core portfolio. I personally own this one. Um, I've been dollar cost averaging into this one. $34.32 was the buy-in. You're $48. Snowflake is up 3% in our uh, court portfolio. Um, yeah, $135 was the buy-in. You're at $151 on Snowflake. Um, let's see. Tesla. I've missed Tesla, but God, the algorithm didn't miss Tesla. $119 was the buy-in. You're at $158. Taiwan Semiconductor, this is a Buffett favorite. It's in core portfolio. Um, you know, 74.29 was the buy-in. Right as it dipped under the 200, you're at $93 right now. UNH, um, we had a 486, I think. I got wound up getting it at 485. Uh, 484.74 was the latest. You're at 492. It's going up over 200. Uh, Exxon, we can do XLY, which is... Uh, consumer discretionary different than the consumer staples which is xlp um xly is i personally own 129 you're at 144 exxon 115 god this one has just been a monster to buy and hold i personally own this i think my average price is 35 dollars, but you had a buy-in here at 110 you're at 115 and it's still going strong so energy sector is my big one but if you have any questions, hit me up. Those are just some of the examples. And I just went down TrendSpider. If you have TrendSpider, be aware that you should have your own portfolio in a watch list. If you don't know how to set up a watch list, hit me up, hit TrendSpider up, set up a watch list with your portfolio. You need to be watching that and you need to be, have a close eye on it. You can set up alerts. You have 100 alerts in the elite, elite um, uh, service level. 100 alerts. So, okay. Take care. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.